Hey, this is Brenda Best. Hello. Hey, Brenda. How are you? How's life? Hi. Good. Yes, life is good. I hope it. I hope it has been for you as well. It's so great to finally get the chance to talk to you again. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> I know. I know. I posted this morning saying that I think the last time you and I spoke was in 2011, and wow. it was a long time. But I mean, I saw you in person this year at the Josie right. Awards, and by golly, you guys are amazing. What a great show oh, that was. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You were you were nominated and um which rightfully so at the Just Music Awards this year. And I hope you had a great experience. Um, you know, meeting everybody I really did. And, and oh good. Good. I'm glad hopefully see you at the uh ten year anniversary next year. That's gonna be a big one. <laughs> I'm planning on it. I I, I know it's exciting. I'm, and you guys yeah. always have a surprise for everybody, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Aw, thank you so much. Yes, it's, it, we always have surprises. I, I love surprises, so I'm like, you know what? Who can we bring out? What can we do? You know, what special guest do I know? <laughs> like, who am I going to do? So, yeah, so that's um that's definitely a must for us. But I, I'm so excited to have you here uh, today at the Josie Show because we're going to talk all thank things you. Christmas. I'm so excited. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> You're very welcome. I, I'm glad that you've got me on because talking about the new song that we just put out uh, on November 17th, the release of the new single, and thanks for adding it to the rotation. I really appreciate that. You're very welcome. We just love it. We really do. So let's chat a little bit about it. So the brand new song is Make Christmas Last Forever. Tell us a little bit about this song and your decision to make a Christmas song. Is that something you always want to do? Have you done one before? <laughs> Yeah, I did. In fact, there was one that uh, was submitted for a, a nomination in the Grammys, and it was checking up on your behavior. But it's more yeah. of a ballad, and it was a real story that uh, something that happened to me. I was at a town square uh, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is just an hour from here, because we mm-hmm. used to live there before we moved back to Nashville. And there was right. a young man. He, uh, he, well, I, just a stranger. He was pulling on my coat. And saying, hey, hey, he says, I got something to tell you that's very important. And he said, I said, oh, I was like surprised because he came out of nowhere. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> and uh, I was about to like walk away. But he said, I just want one minute of your time. And I said, okay, go ahead like that. And here I was like walking around and tasting fudge and having a good time. And then I stopped and I listened to this sweet man. He was like a man-child, you know, when you're not sure if he, he's got such a young heart and such purity, and then you know he's got something important. So something tells you, your instinct tells you, just listen to this guy. So I did, and he said, you know, Jesus is checking up on us, he says, all the time. He's checking up on your behavior, he said like that. So mm-hmm. I said, go on like that. It was like starting to make me feel like, well, is this an angel that just appeared out of nowhere? Because it is Christmas That's Eve. what I would think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, so yep, that's he an angel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then his mom, after he, like he said, thank you for just taking a minute. And it was weird because if I'd have timed it, I'm pretty sure that that was 60 seconds, that what he said to me that day was actually a minute. And then his mom came out of the crowd, and she said, oh, my gosh, she said, I lost him. You know, he talks to everybody. 
And I said, well, he had yeah. a very important message that was really profound, and I listened. And he told me, he kind of reminded me I should be going back to church and, and, and listening to Jesus and celebrating, you know, Jesus' birth. And it was so amazing. But, but, but the, what he said, that one minute of saying, you know, Jesus is checking up on your behavior like that, that became the title of the song. But wait, I didn't even think of writing a song at that moment. It was all about yeah. talking to this young, uh, a kind of a teen, kind of almost um, almost a boy, a man. So his mom told me that mm-hmm. day, she said when he, she said he talks to everybody, he is autistic. And I said, what? I said, he is so special. I said, well, I said he had something to say, and he surely inspired me. So that day when I went home, I thought, it just wasn't leaving my mind. You know, sometimes you're doing things around the house. My husband was out back doing something, and usually I go out, help him around and that. But something just compelled me to stay in write some stuff down of what he said that day and just try to remember exactly. But the title, of course, Checking Up on Your Behavior, became the song. And and I tell the story because it goes Christmas Eve morning, strolling around the town square, market stands with vendors, lots of people out there. And, you know, and I tell the story. And then... And in the chorus, it says, do you have a minute? Can you share some time? Is what he asked me when I was walking by. Do you go to church? Do you know the Lord? Thanks for making me feel not ignored. So that was part of that chorus Mm. that I wrote. So it became a song, and that song, that song was submitted uh, for for uh, in the Grammys for a nomination, but it never did get nominated. But I got some great comments mm. by Grammy Award winners such as Ricky Cash. He had written a really great review about it, so I felt very confident that you know for for a bit, you know, you know, sometimes you know you doubt your songwriting, but then you know mm-hmm. I became a little stronger after that. I felt very confident about it, but then uh, this year having written a brand new song, uh, I, I approached uh, Justine Blazer. And you all know Justine. She is a Josie yeah. Award winner. I love her. Mm-hmm. And um, got to her studio and said, Doc, I said, I've written this Christmas song and this whole idea. And I said, I need a second verse for it. And I said, so far I've got, you know, ideas about my husband and I, we were talking about spending Christmas, maybe not even where it's winter. We kind of like to spend it where the summer is. So my, I had the chorus and uh, a couple of the the ideas around the, the first verse, but we did change things around there. But she came up with a really good idea for our second verse, and uh, it became the song, Make Christmas Last Forever. So I'm very proud that I got to work with her on this, and I'm proud of the song. It's turned out really fun. It's a fun song because the other one was more of a, you know, a ballad and a more thoughtful song, and this one is kind of carefree, and it makes people want to enjoy each other, make Christmas last forever because it's something that you want to – people in your life to celebrate with you no matter where you go <laughs> and i and i also I hired that. um sean Pody. he's uh, been my longtime uh producer in other albums that i did like he actually was the one to help me create checking up on your behavior he helped with that mm-hmm. he also was part of the facebook friend album which won um, a nema award nashville independent music awards so Sean was a big part of all that too. So when I win an award, I often win it 
for the producers as well. So people that have helped me throughout the whole thing. And um, so Sean on this one, he contributed bass, piano, and uh, some extras. You know, you'll hear little bells here and there. And some of the mastering. So I was really proud of that. And he's happy about that. And he says, Brenda, he says, you're really good about promoting it and stuff so <laughs> he said i wish you all the luck in the world <laughs> so that's my new stuff josie i mean excited i, I mean i'm not even leaving you talk i better stop <laughs> no i love when you you tell us stories about you know like your other song i just love hearing the stories behind it and you have such a great team behind you um that work with you and i always say you know teamwork makes the dream work it really does and you have such a great team behind right. you to help you with these songs and that's what's needed you know what I mean? And Make Christmas Last Forever is such a great song. It's getting great, you know, reviews and, and great, um, you know, great acknowledgement. And it's just such a wonderful, wonderful song. I absolutely love it. And I love the cover art as well for it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that was quite a decision, going with something pink or something red. Because I had the same picture but with background different. And we did shoot some of the pictures at a – a Christmas store that's just about a half an hour from home from Nashville and it's in Mount Juliet it's called the Christmas place and here it is open you know it's open every day or almost every day of the year it's and it's a Christmas store all year round but there's a lot of Christmas trees there were some beautiful things where we could walk around and do some promo videos for pumping things up on Instagram and and on Facebook mm -hmm. in the stories and put these 30 second videos so that's how I was promoting the song before it was even released. But we filmed in there in August, and we took the picture that's on the album in there as well. Mm -hmm. So the little trees that you see in the background are really, they were yeah. real trees, but then when you make the magical part of it with some of these apps that you make covers with these days, it turned yeah. out like it is. It's so, it, and I thought, Pink or red? What should I do? And then, of course, with the whole Barbie thing going on this year, I thought, mm, that's kind of in my mm -hmm. heart and in my head. I, I like the Barbie uh, stuff. Who didn't like Barbie? I mean, we all grew up oh, with a Barbie I mean, doll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. We were shopping for Christmas gifts, Razor and I, my husband. We were out there. Everything we seemed to see is pink. We saw even he – I think people saw it on Facebook. He was uh, – he was almost trying on a Barbie sweatshirt. We were laughing at that. And everything we were seeing, a pink toolbox. I said, you want a toolbox in pink? Anyway, but back to the, back to the Barbie and the color of the, of the, of the album itself. Um, we went with pink. And one of my good friends Pretty in good. Florida, Tony Stasio, she was also saying, yeah, she says, I think that that's catchy, and I think she said I think it's different too. And and what saves it from just being a pink cover is you've got a snowman in there, and you've got the pink Christmas tree in the back, so it all works out. So I thought, oh, yeah. good. So we're gonna do that. We're going with it. And I was a little bit nervous. And then when I saw it on the billboard downtown in Nashville, mm -hmm. I thought, oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Because it would stand out from a lot of the red advertisements for Christmas. So I'm right. happy that you like it and that plus you also like the song. Thanks a lot. Oh, absolutely. You're very welcome. It's such a great song. I hope everyone checks it out. It is available right now. Um, it released November 17th. It's such a great song. I hope everyone goes and checks it out. It's on all of the um, platforms that you can find your music today, correct? 
Yeah, and also people can find the, the the links to everything on my website at brendabest.net. Perfect, brendabest.net. Please make sure you guys remember, go to that website. It's your one-stop shop for all things Brenda Best, and, of course, you know, any future music that you have coming out as well. I feel like you're always on the game. You always are, you know, writing or, or doing something um, music-wise. So mm-hmm. I'm just so excited to see what is next for you as well, and I think it's it was such a wise choice to put out a Christmas song. It's my favorite, my favorite um holiday and so i'm so excited about it and what are your thoughts on like a christmas video type thing for this song like christmas music video yeah Did you ever think about that i want to mm-hmm. yeah i'm working on it because this year i put out three different music videos one was speak your name right. which is a, a song that was released at easter another good song about jesus and then we released summer summer was an old song but it needed a video and I think people connected yeah. with it more since we've got a music video. I think it was invisible until we put a music video mm-hmm. out there. And then we did a what? cover song, You're So Vain. Everybody loves Carly Simon song. So mm-hmm. we did that. I did that at, with some friends, musicians of mine. They helped that day and awesome. Um, Gosh, uh, John Heinrich, who plays the saxophone for Ronnie Millsap, is on that. And I had such a great time making that video, and we did it in Printer's Alley in Nashville. And Razor was helping me with, with that as well. He's actually uh, doing a cameo in the in the video, and people kind of just say, is you? They didn't even recognize him, <laughs> but I tell them. So anyway, we're excited about that one as well. And this year I'm hoping to fourth music video and put out a – a music video for Make Christmas Last Forever. That would be wonderful. I love I love music videos. I'm such a visual person anyway. So I just love how, um, you know, creative an artist can be, you know, especially an independent artist. Um, you know, you can really have your full reign and, and just put whatever you want to do and, and be as creative as you want. So I just love seeing a music video. So that's really exciting to hear that, you know, another one is on the way from you. So we're going to definitely keep an eye on that. And, and as everyone knows, Make Christmas Last Forever um, has been added to JMA Radio, like you said. Said, and it, JMA Radio replaced Long Running Country Blast Radio, and people are very well receiving this song. So I hope everyone checks it out. And also, let's talk a little bit about what is next for you, because the top of January, I feel, is like the big 2024 time of new releases. Everybody is, you know, putting out <laughs> great new releases already for 2024. It's going to be a good year. Tell us a little bit about anything that you might be working on. <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm always working on something new, but I, I had ideas for like two years about putting out maybe an EP with possibly five or more songs. So that would be a full mm-hmm. album and everything I want to put on it. I mean, it's going to be thought provoking. I think that we're going to talk about, I want to talk about addiction. I want to talk about things that are really touch point, touching points on well, people's lives and what people go through. Mm-hmm. And I want to dig into that and help people more. I think my music is happy and it, it's there, but there are some times I look at it and criticize myself and say, well, you know, there's some things that I've done that make people think, okay, like Unnecessary Obligations was a song that was on the Facebook friend album. And that was about, mm-hmm. you know, not texting and driving and kind of, letting go of social media and giving your mind a break, you know, sometimes and leaving it. But I think this time we're talking about opioids. I want to talk about Mm -hmm. guns. I want to talk about stuff like that. So it's a risk sometimes as an artist, but I think I want to do it 
you know, maybe with some co-writers. So if there's anybody out there listening that wants to co-write on this, let's do it because I am very feeling that this is the direction that I want to go in 2024. That's fabulous. I love that. And I love I love that about you is that you do put out music that means something, that's thought-provoking. Um, and it is a risk at times, but you know what? I think you do it so well. You do what you do so well that I think people are going to love what you put out. Um, and so I'm so excited for that. And for those who want to contact you um, that may be a co-writer or, you know, a new fan that's listening and is like, hey, I want to get to know you a little bit better, um, can you give out all of your social networking sites? I know you're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, mm-hmm. it's Brenda Best Nashville. Yes. And then okay. on Twitter, it's also just Brenda Best, which is, I think it's called X now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Twitter. I'm, still thinking I'm not that. sure what to call yeah. it anymore. <laughs> Me neither. But, yeah, the, the black yeah. X. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then on Facebook, uh, I've got an entertainment page on Facebook. I'd love to have more followers there because... Most people follow me on my personal page, uh, but but it's Brenda Bass Nashville, which is the entertainment page. And I think they can link on all the social media stuff through my website at brendabass.net. Hey, and I'm also, I have a store in my, on my website where people can actually order a physical copy of the CD, Make Christmas Last Forever, and it ships everywhere around the world. Oh, that's Fabulous. Everybody loves a physical copy. Trust me. I still love having that CD. <laughs> Always. Hey, um, you know what I'm important. excited about and what I want for Christmas <laughs> this year? I got to tell you, I've been checking out your makeup line, and you've got some amazing stuff out there, Josie, that you put out. And oh. I I saw, like, I joined your um, your your group. And I started looking at all of what you have, your lipsticks, your mascaras, and everything. Oh, just, yeah. just, I, we got to get more people wearing. I love it. It just looks like oh, it's really you. good quality. It's like it measures up to Chanel. Yeah. It's got that pigmentation oh, that you. I really like. I just I love I love the makeup that's not you know too cakey and and you know kind of and healthy for your skin and that's and that's what we do. I'm so glad that you checked that out. Thank you. Yes, ma'am, and and I'm getting some of that for Christmas. Somebody's going to be buying uh-huh. me that Santa now. He's listening. He's in the other room, but he hears me talking. <laughs> That's right. Come on now. <laughs> oh, that is so cute. I love that. Well, I hope I hope you like it. Um, and you know, it's it's so cool. You know, everything that you do. And I hope everyone goes and checks you out after the show. I do have some fun questions for you before we wrap up. Okay, uh-huh. are you ready? Okay, yeah. <laughs> sort of. I'm always afraid, but let's try it. What do you got? <laughs> yes. Nothing too crazy. I'm not one of those shows. Don't worry. I got you. Um, <laughs> um but yeah. So speaking of. Um, the holidays. So, do you have any holiday traditions um, with you, or, you and Razor, or from your childhood? Um, anything that you could share with us? Um, well, I think if I were closer to my family in Canada, mm-hmm. I would be more into the traditional stuff. But since right. I've been in Nashville and kind of winging it, because sometimes, I mean, I've worked even on Christmas Day as entertainers somebody's got a party somewhere or something when I used to do acoustic (laughs) gigs and stuff I used to go play so traditions kind of broke there but uh and sometimes you know it's just a quiet Christmas I do cook 
And I do, oh my gosh, well, let me, let me tell you, yes, I do have one traditional thing that we bake. It's called a meat pie. And my mom, and a lot of people in my hometown know this recipe. You just take, um, you take, some people love beef and pork together, or you could just do beef. And some people, you know, I don't know if there's a vegetarian one, but I don't think so. I think it's just potatoes. <laughs> and onions with meat, and then you grind mm-hmm. it up and you put it in pie shells or people make their own crust, and you bake that. It is delicious with ketchup on it. Yeah, we're going to eat to yours for the holidays. <laughs> that's the yeah, oh and that's a Christmas Eve. That. That's a Chris- <laughs> it's a Christmas Eve <laughs> tradition. Yeah, I, I kind of crave it as I'm talking about it right now. My mouth is watering <laughs> because we're going to be making know, them in a couple goodness. of weeks. Yes. Well, well, if you're oh, ever sorry. in the neighborhood, come on over. Right. We're going to give you a slice of pie. <laughs> That's right. I'm telling you. Oh, that sounds so good. I love that. I love that. Um, the next one question I have for you, um, because you do perform yeah. all over. You are a performer, an entertainer. Um, have you ever had any embarrassing on stage moments or just a moment that maybe did not go as planned while live and in person? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I think it it makes life interesting because I think when you plan a show, for me, it's always been like I like to read the crowd. I know that I have a set list and all that, but there are times when it's possible, and because you can't always switch the list because you've got musicians to respect and that's what they're going to follow. But if they're pretty much okay with everything, I'll say, well, I'm reading the crowd and, and this set list is not going to work. So I started making set lists for different crowds and I'll say, okay, this is A crowd today. This is the B crowd. Let's go from that one to this one instead. And that works. It's better. So the times that it didn't work was when I didn't do that. It felt like, hmm, there I am playing a bunch of cover songs that weren't really, you know, making that crowd into it. But and, and, and I think that's what's the fun about it is then when you do sing your own material, that's what people want to hear, and that's when it actually it's what's expected, and it goes better. <laughs> I always like that right. better your own your own show rather than playing cover songs. But of course, where I play and where I sing, I mix it. I do some covers that are familiar in country music, and then I do a lot of my own, too. I love that. So you do a great mix, uh, you know, of both your own material and then, of course, cover songs that people know and love. Um, Is there a song particularly that, you know, really gets the crowd going, regardless of what, you know, what anybody is feeling? I mean, is there a song that really receives very well that that you feel like you do and people are just like, yes? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You, you just you can't go wrong with a song by Dolly Parton, nine to five. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That one works. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. That works. Listen, I mean, I had students that were like on their school break back in March and April, and mm-hmm. usually the nightlife has an older audience, but. I, last year, we were like 
I mean, there were a lot of students that came to our show. It's as though somebody said to somebody, hey, you got to check out this show in Nashville. And it was like student groups were just coming and coming. And so it, I, I started changing the set list around that time, too, because I thought, well, they're not going to want to hear Golden Years, which is an anniversary song for a 50th anniversary, but they're going to mm-hmm. want to hear something more like Can You Promise? or something they could relate to. So I think that was the fun thing about switching it up there. And uh, Can You Promise, by the way, is another one that I wrote and uh, with Lori Peterson, and we had such Mm -hmm. a good response with that song. So 9 to 5, though, if I'm doing covers, that song, no matter what age that audience is, they get into it, and they even know all the words to it. So Dolly Parton still rocks it. And we know that because she just came out with that rock and roll album. What an amazing woman, eh? What an inspiration. Oh, so amazing. Such an amazing woman. Well, that's definitely the song that would get me up and clapping. That's one personally. I'm I'm singing the whole thing loud. I'm 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 getting it. Um definitely I, I hear you. I hear you. Oh my goodness. I love Dolly. Who doesn't? That's for sure. Um, The next fun question I have for you, is there an artist, Mm -hmm. any genre really, is there an artist out there that you would love to work with that you have not had the opportunity yet with? Oh, gosh, tell me. Hmm. There's so many. You know what? It would be really cool. Mm -hmm. I think it would be cool. You know, I say Dolly Parton. I have thought about so many of them, and male and females. I like. Chris Stapleton, I think that would be an interesting write if we could, like, write a song together. I also think, wow, you know, that even, wow, I used to think Brad Paisley. I saw him at a red light one time, and both of our windows in our cars were down. We actually had a chat, Mm -hmm. and I ended Mm -hmm. up after that in his music video. Isn't that weird? It's just really wow. funny because it's like the law of attraction or something. I, I was listening on the radio and there's a Brad Paisley song and hey, he shows up at a red light next to me in a truck. Howdy. Yeah. So I think it would be cool it. writing with him because he has a sense of humor like in his song. So I like that. I like yeah. fun songs. So, yeah, those those two, and I think women, oh, boy, I, even, wow, I, I think Dolly would be like, you'd get a song done fast. Ooh. With her, yeah. I think it would be like she has been around for so long, and any time I would be stumped, she'd say, oh, look, I got it. You know, I can just see that happening. So I think her, I think her, yeah. Absolutely. She knows She knows what works, too, you know, so I think it would be so, so cool to be able to work with her. Oh, she's and also, a genius, eh? She's Yes. Yeah. I agree with every single one of those. I hope they I hope that happens for you. It yes. would also be good. I mean, and some of the independent people that I haven't written with yet, they're the ones that I'm seeking to right now. So I I I Facebook friends with a lot of songwriters and yeah, mm-hmm. you never know what can happen with this new album that I'd like to put out in the new year. So I've gotta kinda of recruit some some new people to come with me and write. Well, we have a lot of artists that listen to the show, so anybody out there, come on now. Um, definitely contact Hello, Brenda. Yes. 
I love it. And you are, you are just always the sweetest. I always love talking to you, and I'm so glad that I got you back on. And please, please let me know anytime you have anything else that you, you know, you have out or that you would like to talk about. Please remember us. Come back on the show. We would love to have you anytime. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Look, you took a whole half hour with me. You were so nice and so Aww. generous. And I I just, I adore you guys. You've done so much Aww. for all the independent music people. And your awards show is just tops. Thank you for having that every year and honoring us. And, th- hey, by the way, nobody, maybe people didn't know this, but in 2017, you guys awarded me the Josie Music Awards with a Soaring Musical Career Awards. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm so looking well at it right now. I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. It's a beautiful glass award, oh. and it's sitting right there on my mantle. That's amazing. I that. I love that. Oh, 2017. That's so wonderful. And and I love I love you know being able to you know get to get to know you and talk to you. And um, you are just the sweetest sweetest ever. And I'm so excited to see you next year at the you know at the award show and just get a, a photo. Um, I'm so disappointed we didn't get a photo this year. <laughs> but that is yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I got one with Tina Marie when we were at the yeah. um, when we were at this year. We were outside by the red carpet and we spotted her, yeah. and she's so just gracious and so nice. And Aww. we have our picture with her, but we didn't see you. You were busy. You were oh, busy. Yeah. I was backstage. I was backstage wrangling all of our special guests and all that fun stuff. But next year, um, since it's the ten year anniversary, I'm going to make sure that I have some fun out there. <laughs> Have a wonderful uh-huh. Christmas. You as well. You as well. You and Razor, um, thank you so, so much. And I hope you guys have a very, very Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you soon, okay? We'll talk soon. <laughs> thank you, Josie. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.